I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply by its design. The total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. Solo Rip 37. My people, welcome back to another episode of Talking in Bits, the Solo Rip edition. Solo Rip 37. And we're about to get into some proof of keys. We're about to get into a few different things that boil my blood. These fuckity fucks out here trying to slow us down. Yeah. I ain't got no sympathy for these Bitcoiners that don't understand why they should have their keys, why we should have our keys. I got absolutely no sympathy for them. Luke Dash, whoever the hell you are, I got no sympathy for you, good sir. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into a few different things here. They're trying to deter us. Get it, Nip. Yeah. Don't know a nigga like myself. I say self-made, meaning I design myself. County jail fades, you can pull my foul yourself. Spy ray, swallow rocks, I'm getting high myself. Yeah. This show wouldn't be possible without you, the listener, the supporters. You guys make sure that I come back every single week. You guys give me a reason to speak because you got ears for, to listen to me speak. Only in Bitcoin can a guy like me have a voice. And I appreciate you guys every single day for giving me that voice. Let's get into some of the boosters here. While we listen to Nip, tear it down. Hey, all my life. Shout out to G. G, where you at, man? You need to be here in the lab. That's where we are right now. G, thanks, man. Keep killing it. Enjoy the music. Love the solo rip interview fusion. We're going to try to keep that going. I appreciate you, G. Joey Double D. Great rip. Love the plate lever part. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's to you, good sir. Happy Bitcoining every single day, sir. All my life. Thriller. Car. Appreciate the boost, man. You thank me for having you on. Well, I thank you for coming on, good sir. It's always a pleasure to talk to you on and off the mic. I appreciate you very much, good sir. The Broken Ruler. I'm here for the solo rips. Your interviews were good, but the solo rips and the positive energy that they have is why I listen. I'm looking forward to talking in bits in 2023, and hopefully I can shake your hand at a conference in the next year. P.S. Car is a real one. <laughs> car is a real one. Appreciate car. Appreciate you, uh, Broken Ruler. And you know where to find me. I'm out here in Austin, Texas, man. You catch me in any of these events. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't going to Miami. So if you're thinking about that one, you you lost me on that one. But I'll be here. Many conferences, many events happening daily. Maybe one of these Pleb Lab events. These Saturday workshops. You guys gotta come through. Check those out. Uh, the uh, other supporters, stat streamers, BTC Jason, Patar, appreciate you, Patar. You've been around for a while, good sir. Joey DD, we cut this music off for y'all. Who's this? Oh, this is a banger too. 
Rage as fuck, Dirty Jersey Whore, MGB256, The Broken Ruler, The Wild Hustle, Permaculture. A lot of the same tribe, but that's a good thing, y'all, because that means that you're the real ones. Although I respect the new listeners, I respect the last time listeners, all the same. The ones that keep coming back are the ones that, like I said a second ago, allow me to continue to rant and allow me to continue to, to say my piece. And you guys give me a platform to do that. And only in Bitcoin. This fiat world can handle, Jose. This fiat world would always try to deter. This fiat world shows character or the lack thereof in certain individuals. Uh, but that's a story for a different day. Solo Rep 37, we're going to start off with January 3rd. This is when the world changed and ultimately my life changed, your life changed, anybody who's listening to the show's life changed. Happy birthday, Bitcoin. 14th birthday. Man, imagine the world right now without Bitcoin. Let's think about it. I'm going to give you a second to pause on that. It would be a nightmare. Fun fact. It, it, it wouldn't be fun. It would be torture. We would be under fiat rules. And, you know, because I'm an 80s baby, I got to see the world with fiat rules and kind of got to live through the latter parts of the crack epidemic. I grew up in low poverty. I grew up with all the, uh, all the uh, separation. I grew up with all the classism. I grew up with all that stuff. Uh, not to say that it doesn't exist anymore, but now with Bitcoin, we're starting to see the end of that world, or at least for the ones that are awake, right? If you want to use that matrix analogy that we all love so much, there's still a bunch of motherfuckers that are still plugged in, 100%. Like, there's nothing we can do about those motherfuckers. But slowly but surely, you know, if you want to use Morpheus as Bitcoin being the example, Morpheus one day is going to come looking for you, man. One day he's going to send them signs your way. And uh, it could be an overbearing boss. Could be a shitty landlord. Could be so many different things, but that white rabbit is going to come in your direction. That sign is going to come looking for you, and it's up to you to follow it. And then you're going to get the choice. Bitcoin is going to give you the choice. You either go deep down or you stay plugged the fuck in, and that's really your choice. That's just how it is. Some are going to make it. Some are not going to make it. But I tell you, just to keep going into here, into the topics that I have here, the ones that are definitely not going to make it are the ones that are deterring you from private key ownership. That is, you know, if you want to call them spooks, if you want to call them misinformed, if you want to call them fiat incentive, incentivizers, whatever, whatever term you want to use there, January 3rd is, uh, is also proof of keys day. And proof of keys day is where two things, well, multiple things happen here. But those of us that have our Bitcoin secured by private keys, we make sure we go around to every single account that we might have forgotten. I see if you're listening, I know you got your little cash app wallet. I know you got some funds in there. Shit, if you really, you know, that detached, you probably have a Coinbase wallet full of some Bitcoin. Well, January 3rd, which by the time you listen to this episode would have been a few days ago, that's when you go and you strut those keys. That is when you go wipe all those wallets and you make sure that you suffocate the exchange. Right? You make sure that you give them no incentive to be able to hold your Bitcoin. And that's just a, a reminder. Now, on the other side of things, to those that have never had private key ownership, right? To those that are still falling asleep at the wheel, as I like to say, it's a reminder to y'all, especially coming fresh off of 2022. Damn, 2022 was a hell of a disaster. It's a reminder to y'all that in order to succeed in Bitcoin, right? Or one of the ways to succeed in Bitcoin is to make sure that you don't have any counterparty risk. What is counterparty risk, Jose? Well, counterparty risk is when you trust the fiat fucks of the world with your Bitcoin. 
right? Why would they do any damage to me, Jose? Why would they? Because they still revolve and their businesses are still revolve around fiat. So you want to know what's very profitable? For you to give them your fiat and for them to give you back IOUs, fake Bitcoin, right? That's how they went. So that's why their incentive will always be to try to serve you up these quote unquote Bitcoin products, right? And that's why your job, if you own your sovereignty, if you own, you know what I'm saying, your your future, if you, if you really want to come to dig about it, that's why you, if you haven't already, need to figure out your proof of keys situation, your keys situation. Very simple. Buy one of those devices out there. I'm tired of plugging the same devices. You know, oh, cold card. Oh, there's a lot of different devices. This, the, the industry has improved. As a matter of fact, one of the ones that I'm really fascinated and I got my eye on is not even one of the traditional devices that store everything in the device. It's actually the seed signer. Right? I'm very interested in the seed signer, and I've been talking about it for a little while since I talked with Keith Mukai um, uh, probably about a few months ago now. Check out that episode on the main chain. I've been fascinated with a device that basically is stateless, that basically can handle multi-sig on the fly like that. And I'm a little bit worried about the traditional devices, about like, you know, this this could be controversial, probably is, maybe it's not, because most of y'all have seen them do it. But I was having this conversation with somebody earlier where it's like, you can't say a damn thing about a code card without MBK being all up in your DMs. Or maybe not even in the DMs, he'll be all up in the post, right? Trying to tell you that you're wrong, trying to tell you that he got the very best. So in my opinion, I think, and this is going on a different tangent, but it's about keys. So it's sort of on the same thing. Maybe MVK should just like leave that to his marketing team. Maybe MVK should just have somebody that he kind of hires to do that. And then he, as a business owner, should take the objective criticism or the objective feedback that he's getting on his devices and try to improve upon those devices. Shout out to Tom Hanzik, man. Tom Hanzik is, is a, uh, he, he works at Unchained. He's a, he's a very smart guy, has a lot of educational content out there being written. So, and, and this might be a little bit of a spoiler, but I won't go deep into it just in case it is a spoiler. So TLDR, right? Especially when you're a minor, the code card is terrible at signing UTXOs that come from mining pools, certain mining pools. A lot of people don't talk about that. A lot of people think that, yo, no, hardware wallet, man. I just hit one, two, three, four, and then I can send out my big... Hey, remember in Bitcoin, you're moving data across the network. That's expensive, and that's difficult for these little-ass devices to do. So you don't have to go to Codecar. You don't have to go to Trezor. You can go to many of the different ones out there. Just make sure you know your shit. And most importantly, even if you do go with one of those, because I, you know, I'm not knocking any of those because I have a code card personally. Um, just make sure that it's not on the exchange. And that's what January 3rd, that's what proof of keys day is, and it's supposed to be, because we need to take ownership of our Bitcoin. It's something extremely important. There's no negotiation there. You're either going to, if you don't have your Bitcoin, you might as well be in the fiat system. You might as well be trusting the bank. You might as well be, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to get rug pulled. And don't take my word for it. I'm just an average dude. I'm just a guy with a pleb that has a podcast that talks a lot of shit, whatever. Just go back to 2022. Go back to November. Go Celsius, FTX, you name it. Run it down the list. All of them fell apart. And you want to know who got wrecked? Not the proof of keys, not the holders. 
not the hodlers, but those that refuse to understand that in order to do Bitcoin correctly, you have to have your own keys to that Bitcoin. Very famous, very obvious. Not your keys, not your cheese, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. It all means the same exact thing. And to be quite frank with you, I know Bitcoin is in its early stages, in its teenage years now officially, but it's kind of sad that the average person continues to fall for the same traps over and over again, just with a new wrapper over it, when history has already told us in the early 14 years of Bitcoin that you will get wrecked regardless if you don't have possession of your Bitcoin. So this is just another friendly reminder to you that if you don't, go get your keys up, man. Go get the education. It's out there. When I first jumped into Bitcoin, maybe three years ago or so, there was information out there, but it was a little bit more sparse. You had to do a little bit more digging. Damn near every single Twitter post now has valuable information about keys. So there's no excuse anymore. There's a lot more products on the table nowadays. There's a lot more education out there nowadays. There's Bitcoin-only companies now that will teach you how to multi-sig your Bitcoin. There is no longer any more... And they're walking hand through it. That's the thing. Like, I'm not talking about just, like, drop a webinar in your ass and make you expect to soak all that information up. They will actually walk you through multi-signature ownership. And once you understand multi-signature... You don't even need to rely on the Bitcoin company because you can actually multi-sig on your own with a seed tiner. You see the flexibility here. You see the power that that comes with. That's something that can't be ignored. Going back to the FTX thing, these fuckity fucks, um, SBF was in court the other day. Uh, I don't know shit about it because I don't care about SBF. I don't care about what happened in the proceedings that day. But I will tell you what's the fucking worst that I'm, it literally gets under my skin, is that everybody that seems, it's sort of like the, the Epstein thing, right? Where it's like, have you ever seen that gif or that meme where they kind of say, um, nobody's trying to arrest Epstein's client list because they are the clients? I don't know if any of y'all listening have ever seen that gif or whatever. It's the same exact thing. It's like, it's like these politicians and, and these, these court magistrates and everybody seem to ignore that the fact that this kid, this guy, this fucking strange human being ran a fraudulent business and stole millions upon millions of dollars from people like you and I, right? And then they allow this fucking dude to sit around and, and, and just act like he's not smarter than you. He just acts like an idiot in front of the camera. And if you know, you're being too hard, Jose. I don't think so. I can smell a snake. The dude is sitting there acting like he's dumber than he actually is. He's not. He got away with this for a very long time. So on Twitter here, and I'll leave this link in, in the show notes so you guys can check it out. You know, uh, that doof over there at the White House, that lady, that press secretary lady that's always talking about when they asked about the meeting with SBF, she fucking shifted the conversation over to pandemic, pandemic prevention. What the fuck is this lady talking about? First of all, why are they trying to circle back to a pandemic? Why are we still using the word in 2023 pandemic? All of their rules for pandemic and all of their numbers have been shattered. They've been debunked. They've been flipped upside down, right? They've been proven false. Now those that know kind of just sit around and laugh at the fact that, you know, people still haven't woken up back to the matrix thing, haven't been unplugged, still wearing their masks, still not understanding that they've been lied to. So now let me see if I can play this again. Let me see can I play this? Can y'all hear this? 
I'm having loading issues. But yeah, it's that doofus lady. I don't even know what the hell her name is, but the doofus that runs all the shenanigans at, at the press secretary. This thing is loading is what it is. Let me see if I can get it to load here because we need to listen to this doofus. Anyways, that says it all right there. The White House spokesperson says meetings with SBF were focused on pandemic prevention. So stealing from the average person is pandemic prevention. And that's exactly why you can't trust any of these entities, right? any exchange you can think of with your Bitcoin because one day they're your friend whenever they want to take your fiat and give you IOUs. And that's literally what's happening. You're not even getting Bitcoin in return. You're basically just getting some IOUs. They're going to be able to do that. And then one day they're going to turn around and side with the politicians, the regulators, and basically say, oh, no, you're not allowed to have this wealth anymore or you're not allowed to have this Bitcoin anymore, which wasn't really even the Bitcoin. Conversely, they're not going to give you your money back right? because somewhere in some dumbass contract that you signed, you're not going to get your money back. And they get away scot-free because the politicians are on their side. Right? The courts are on their side. The bank is on their side. Right? All this stuff is on their side. And here you are not listening to any of these podcasts, not just this one, and not taking ownership of your keys. It's not that difficult to do. And if you want to put your hands in the trust of the SBFs of the world, by all means, go for it. But you're not going to make it. I promise you that. Whether it's one year, three years, 10 years, you're, it, it, it's an inevitable that you're going to get rug pulled because fiat incentives are too much for these people. They want to make money off of you because the U.S. dollar is still a thing. But then they don't even want to give you the actual Bitcoin, right? Anything that doesn't give you your key. So if you're listening, you're like, oh, no, Dorsey won't do that, though. Cash app, block. You don't have your keys. You're missing the point. You're falling into the favoritism game. Do I like Dorsey more than I like SBF? A hundred percent. Does that mean that I'm going to trust Dorsey or block or cash app with my, or actually, is it, is it Black? Who the hell knows? I'm not trusting any of those fools with my Bitcoin. Right? So, don't wait for me. Don't wait for anybody. Do this for yourself. Do this for your legacy. Look, look, look. These dudes are talking about pandemic. That's how they want to blur you. They don't even want to let you know that that dude stole millions of dollars. They want you to know that you should put your damn mask on. Isn't that a fucking shame? And that leads into this other dystopian shit that I, that I was listening to. Listen to this lady. Freedom here in the UK. So let me tell you the plan. The plan is... Let me tell you the Oxford, plan. And this has just been passed by the council to divide the city here into... Bit of a squiggly city. Into six parts. This fucking lady is drawing... One, two, three, four, five, six. And you will only have the freedom to operate in the part that you live. So if this is you, the idea is that everybody will live within 15 minutes of the things they need. 15 minutes of a school, 15 minutes of a doctor's, 15 minutes of a supermarket. And if you want to travel to the other zones in your city or maybe soon your town, you will have to go out an approved route. You will have to journey around the outside of the city. Dystopian shit. This is crazy. Re-enter another section of the city. This plan is supposed to be saving the planet, and the idea is that you won't simply be able to cross over into other sections of your city anymore. So, if your mother, for example, lived over here, you wouldn't be able to just go across and see her. 
This would all be done via e-gates, electronic gates and number plate recognition. You in your area will only be allowed within that 15 minute zone that you've been allocated. The number plate recognition will know if you leave your zone and you can apply for permission, a permit to leave your zone and travel to another zone. But you'll only be allowed to do this about 100 times a year. This is real. I just have to stop and say that this is actually being passed by Oxford Council. This is happening in the next two years, 2024 it begins. And if you use up all your 100 passes that someone designates whether you're allowed to have to go into the different zones, you'll be fined. Your number plate will be recognised. It will observe that you've gone somewhere you're not allowed in your own city and it will fine you £100 or £80 or whatever the fine number is. Man, she's talking about like you are a fucking chess move. You can only move a hundred times within your jurisdiction or a different jurisdiction. Do you see what the hell is going on, y'all? And this is only effective if you are dependent on their currency. And unfortunately, this is just keep circling and hammering in proof of keys, by the way. I know y'all know where I'm going here. Unfortunately, if you don't actually own your Bitcoin this is the type of shit that you are being subjected to. This lady said if you wanted to see mom and she lives on the other piece of that little dumbass chart that she just drew there, right? Within 15 feet or whatever, whatever. If you want to see mom, you better hope you have a hundred moves left on your card in order to go through this electric gate to go see mom. Man, if y'all don't be out on these fucking streets with y'all guns riding, I don't know what the hell to tell y'all. And maybe that's a little extreme, but do you see this madness? Are you listening to what these people are saying? And the only reason they can even continue with such dystopian, weird behavior is because they have unlimited access to the stuff that you need to buy. They can keep printing so you can keep buying their fucking nonsense food, their nonsense entertainment, their nonsense politics, and you could keep putting your pretend money, because that's what it is, is monopoly money, into their nonsense banking system. And because they control all of the nonsense system, let's just use, let's just call it that, they are now able to do say, you can't see mom because you don't have enough steps or moves or whatever term they want to use on your uh, movable card. That's insane. That's insane. They started with this whole thing of you're going to kill grandma in two weeks and all that. They tested that out. They saw everybody fold like a chair. Right? And now, because the money still go burr, and they have all that power, and they know now that it's going to work, because to this day, you still have people looking at you oddball because you're walking around with your freedoms. They are able to pull this nonsense off. So if being virtuous and having your own keys is not important in itself, if you're just thinking to yourself, that's just a Bitcoiner thing to say, I'm going to get yield on this Bitcoin. He doesn't know how to invest. He doesn't know how to flip two, three, four, five, six. He's just worried that blah, blah, blah. If none of that is incentive enough, then listening to that lady 
should make you go immediately and get your Bitcoin behind private keys. Or if you are already a hodler, it should just make you sleep better at night. It should make you go sweep those other accounts that you may have forgotten about and make sure that you suffocate the state even further. These people are crazy. I, when I listened to that lady, I was just like, what? Now, this is the other speculative attack on private key ownership here. Luke Dash, supposed to be an OG Bitcoiner, supposed to know his shit. Sorry, Luke Dash. I don't know who you are. I don't have any sympathy for you. Supposedly, I, don't, I think this is actually kind of spookish. And I think this is actually a speculative attack on private key ownership. And the reason I want to double down on that is because Yudi's dumbass and CC, his dumbass, are basically here underneath this guy's post basically saying, CC, y'all, it's really hard to hold private keys, bro. Come put your money with us and, and Binance and do all that. Nope. You guys are wrong. You guys are spooks. You guys are miseducators. And you guys are fiat incentive driven. So the TLDR of this guy's situation is, is that he posted that his PGP key was compromised and, and, and his Bitcoin was stolen. Dude, rule number one is you're going to keep your private keys or anything that's private off of the internet. So if somebody hacked into a server, by definition, you had your keys on the internet somewhere, maybe hidden better than most, but you kind of had it. And then the funny thing is, is that this dude went on a nerve and this is where it's very spookish to say, what the heck, FBI, tag the FBI, IC3, why can't I reach anyone? Fam, what are you talking about? What are you doing? Are you really an OG Bitcoiner? Who is this guy? I'll be ignorant here and say, I don't know shit about this guy. He might've contributed something massive to the game. I don't know. But this situation tells me that this dude is just either a, a snake or he's just a complete dumbass. And even the smartest people in the world can miss the easiest things. Even the smartest people in the world can miss the things that are right in front of their face. And I find it very hard to believe this dude even went and hashtag Bitcoin. Did this not sound like some type of speculative attack or some type of spookish behavior on key holders? Right? The two days before the third, two days before proof of keys day, this guy's going to say that although he understands Bitcoin, he forgot one of the premier principles of Bitcoin, which is not to keep the shit on the exchange. Don't let these guys sway you, y'all. They're going to try. They got fiat incentives, like I said a little while ago. Their job, legit, especially uh, CC, and that's Cat Zebra. <laughs> I'm Spanish here, y'all. CC sounds exactly the same, but it's, you know, that, that dude, the Binance dude. It's literally his incentive to trade you IOUs for your dollars. So that means you go to work, right? You get your, your shitty boss that's breathing down your back, right? And that dude is, and then you get your paycheck. And then this dude is basically saying, hey, you want some Bitcoin? And then most people are going to be like, well, I'm trying to get out. You know, I'm trying to get out of this fiat shit. So yeah, I want some of that Bitcoin. And then... He's going to give you a fake Bitcoin, an IOU, to then take all the abuse that you took from your daytime boss and he walks away with it. And then he's going to have the nerve to scare you into telling you that your Bitcoin is safer with him. Well, it technically is because you don't have Bitcoin with him. He's not giving you any Bitcoin. 
Ask anybody who got rug pulled during the last year. They didn't give you no Bitcoin. They don't have no Bitcoin for you. They have an IOU. And then the way regulation goes around, they don't even have to like play nice when it's time for you to withdraw. They could give you this bullshit nonsense of, oh, you got to wait all this time or whatever. Don't listen to these spooks. Don't listen to these charlatans. Don't listen to anybody that tells you that you're worried about fiat, but then their character shows that they're worried about fiat. That's a funny story. I'm going to tell you one day. It's all to get into your headspace. It's all to get you to do something for them so that they can benefit, profit, win, build off of you. Very important to keep in mind. I hope y'all had a fantastic new year. I hope y'all checked your keys on proof of keys days. I hope everything is good there. And I appreciate you guys for giving me the ability. Sorry, that was too loud, y'all. <laughs> I appreciate y'all every single week for allowing me to come in here and let y'all know what I think. Y'all helping me grow the show. Remember, Talking in Bits is completely audience funded. Talking in Bits is completely open source. You're allowed to contribute to it with topics, with art, with music, with thoughts, with feedback. It's literally designed for you guys to be able to be a part of something that most other people won't let you be a part of. And that's what we're here to do here at Talking in Bits. That wraps up uh, Solo Rip, I believe, 37. I always forget, y'all. Y'all guys holding me to that. That's another one. The chain continues, the block continues to get mine. I appreciate every single one of you. Check us out on Bitcoin TV. Check us out on Fountain. Check us out on Breeze. Stream us some chats. Give us that feedback. It's all very important. Without you guys, this wouldn't exist. If you're on the legacy outlets, I have no idea what you guys are still doing over there with those algorithms. Come over to the Bitcoin standard of stuff. But you can check us out on there because we're there as well. Appreciate y'all. Till next time. Cause I wanna see you smile for me when I die, look through